spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hello. Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. Thanks for being here. This is a podcast here to make your day-to-day better than yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg, and uh, we have been here since 2013 where we're making this show. Wednesdays, Fridays, and Mondays. Or Fridays, Mondays, and Wednesdays. Or Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Whoever you want to say it. <laughs> we're here. Mondays and Wednesdays with a guest and Fridays with you. I'm Osher. I'm a podcaster. I'm a TV host. I'm an author. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I'm currently backstage at The Masked Singer. The fact of the matter is that I've just finished rehearsals and I need to shave. So this is the sound of uh, the bathroom in my dressing room. So I'm very fortunate to have a dressing room. And, you know, not everyone gets one. And I've got one. So um, but I have no plug, which makes it difficult. So um, hang on a second, I'll get a glass. Because I've got to shave, right? And uh, if you're a person that's never shaved your face, you uh, kind of have to... Um, Rinse the razor. All right. Uh, so I'll just get this. I use shave oil. I don't know why. I don't like shaving cream. Cans are always so massive and the oil does just a good job. So I hope you're doing okay and, you know, being okay with how echoey it is in here. But I wanted to talk to you about football. You can't see this, but I'm currently wearing my Queensland State of Origin jersey. And when I was a kid growing up in Brisbane, I hated rugby league. I hated it, mostly because I didn't know what it was. And I had this kind of disdain for anyone that would be into a game that a ball doesn't bounce properly, you know? It doesn't bounce in a straight line. When we played it in the schoolyard, they never catch it. So I, you know, I couldn't be good at it straight away. So I hated it. I like soccer and I liked watching soccer, but I always kind of had this, really, now I think about it, quite awful not only righteousness, but also superiority in my mind about who liked rugby league. Because Lane Park was on the way to school, so we would drive past Lane Park back when it had the Winfield logo on its front. I'm talking about rugby league, which is a game we play in Australia. It's not rugby union, which is 15 people. Uh, rugby league is 13 people, and it's not Australian rules, which has 18 and um, four goalposts, and it's not soccer, which has 11 and... Uh, a net. No, it's very different. I couldn't stand it. But then as I got older, I started seeing that people who didn't know each other had something to talk about when they talked about sport. I could talk about music with people I didn't know, and I liked that, but it was few and far between that I could find someone who knew who Ingbe Malmsteen was. And as I got older, I have to thank them because they really gave me a gift for life. We and HG, who are back on the radio, actually. They do a, a show on Saturdays on the ABC. That's what's called a podcast called Bludging on the Blind Side. But Roy and HG started calling the state of origin. And so what you would do is you'd turn on Channel 9, uh, which has the broadcast, and you would turn down their commentary, which growing up in Queensland was always New South Wales commentary and so always quite biased, and that really annoyed me. And you would turn up Triple J. 
And through the laughter, I was able to enjoy this game I had otherwise thought that I was better than. I'm not. And what I found myself being able to do was start to have conversations with guys that I otherwise wouldn't really get a chance to talk to or I could connect with people I otherwise hadn't connected with at school. And then as I got older, I even started watching the game without listening to her and she, that's me shaved. That's, did I miss a bit? I always fucking miss a bit. Yeah, down there. Shit, this is the problem. One of my eyes doesn't work very well in the bottom right quadrant and I always miss this spot here. There it is. Hang on. Did I get it? Yeah, yeah. I have to shave with my glasses on these days. It's a bloody terrible thing. So I started being able to enjoy this game, you know. One of my brothers moved to Victoria at one point and, you know, I call him up. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I've got to pick a team. What do you mean? It's like, you got to have a team in Victoria. A team of what? AFL team. And so, you know, they thought long and hard and they picked a team and they went for it. But I remember they were, they were explaining to me that it allows people or conversation about it, allows people who otherwise don't know each other to, to connect. And I came to it quite late in life, you know. I was probably 17 or 18 by the time I did that. And I, I never connected with a team that often a kid does through their parents, their mum or dad. And so I kind of missed that ability to kind of bond with my own dad around sport because I kind of had looked down at it the whole time. And I sometimes notice other people around me, particularly doing the news show, NTNN, NNN, my actors there, I love them, my news team, I love them so much. But, you know, they're nerdy theatre kids and we do sports stories and they'd, I'd be like, guys, you've got to, you're going to have to know shit about rugby league and AFL. Like this is how, like these millions and millions of people watch this. You can't, it's a cultural movement. It's a, it's a lens. It's a prism through which to view our society that happens on the field. And, and bless them, they listened and lent right into it, which really made, you know, when we got to the sport at the end of the news show, made it really, really good. But watching the State of Origin last night, Queensland won, or oh, there's three games and it's best of three. And so Queensland won the f- first two and the score line was quite brutal last night. And I watched it with Audrey, who grew up loving a, a, an NRL team called the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, and she would go and see them because uh, when she moved to Australia, that was that was the team nearby and Bankstown. And if you're listening to this and going, "Look, I fucking hate football. Or football is idiots," and blah 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 blah. I mean, every football code anywhere in the world, any sports code anywhere in the world, has got issues. All right, what they're built on and the structures around them, and that ex-players who grew up in different cultures playing cultures are often in the ones in charge now, has led to a lot of issues on and off, mostly off the field, as are no doubt quite high profile. But some codes are taking that stuff really, really seriously because what happens is then, you know, if parents see that sort of stuff, then they don't want their kid playing it. And soon the, uh, the, the, the rivers run dry when it comes to recruitment. So if you can relate it all to the who I was when I was younger about feeling better than or there's just a bunch of people from a random geographical area wearing a particular colour shirt against another bunch of people from a random geographical area. Maybe not even from that area, wearing another coloured shirt. Um, and they've got to take this weird ball over that line over there. And 55,000 people at Lang Park think it's important that it happens. If that whole idea seems beyond you and you might feel above it, perhaps try looking at it as, a, as an expression of the community coming together an ability for people from different parts of the community, geographically, socioeconomically, racial backgrounds, different belief structures, different faiths, all coming and agreeing upon this one thing, which is just as preposterous as anything else. 
it's just as invented as any religion, right? But by all these people from across the community deciding that this thing is important, that's the important thing. Who wins or not? Not necessarily. And engaging with that is really wonderful. And it's kind of how I really enjoyed being a part of and having still been a part of a show like The Bachelor. We're about to film our 11th season later this year. I've always loved the fact that I get to have, I play a role in helping two strangers who otherwise don't really know what to speak of. Oh, did you see what happened? Oh my God, the chocolate bath. And people who otherwise don't know each other get a chance to connect on something common and then go from there. And I think that's one of the huge roles that sports plays in our society. And I never understood that when I was a kid. And I would hope that if you are the kind of person that looks down on sport, and there's a yob culture about it, there is. The people who are in charge of these things understand that their bottom lines are really, really under threat from sponsors getting pulled and things like this, from misbehavior of their, their staff, and staff includes players. You know, it's, it's hard to turn a cruise ship 90 degrees when you're at full steam. But there's definitely moves being made, and rightly so, because there's been some pretty wild stuff in any sporting code anywhere in the world, really. But if you can be with that and understand that that is absolutely the minority of people that are involved, try and engage with it. Much like you would go, oh, you know, like Splendor in the Grass is on or some massive music festival is on. Like, wow, look at all those people who don't know each other going together to get involved in this one thing. That's cool. You can go to a festival and enjoy one band on one stage and then just be there for the day. And it's the same way when you go to a game or whatever code it is. Just looking around and seeing all the people in the community, seeing all the people from all over the city or the state or the country, depending on who's playing, coming together. That's a beautiful thing. There's also incredible athleticism and unbelievable fitness and, you know, feats of skill and strategy that are deeper to get into. But if that's what you need, start there. I wish someone had told that to me when I was younger because I really looked down my nose at a lot of it and I missed out on many, many years of otherwise being able to enjoy being in my city way more than I could have. I hope that helps you and I hope you go and see some some sort of sport this week because, you know, it's like religion without the guilt. <laughs> you get to go and be a part of a thing because, yeah, like I said, it's it's as made up as any religion oh, it's really important that these 18 people get over there and if it goes there, it's one point. If it goes there, it's six points. And, you know, in 25 minutes, we eat oranges and then we come back out here again. Like, what? (laughs) It doesn't mean anything until we make it mean something and then it means everything. And then there's a cup or some ashes or a grand final or a pennant or whatever. Completely meaningless, but it's the meaning put into it by the community. And living in in a big city like the one I live in, being a part of that is a part of being in the city and to not be a part of it is missing out on what it is to be a part of that city. And I'm literally someone who fucking hated sport for the first quarter of my life, maybe more. I just wanted to share that with you today. And thanks for letting me shave because <laughs> now I've got to go and sit in a makeup chair and I don't want to get in trouble from Kayla uh, for turning up with bristle. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you Monday. Look after yourself. Have a good weekend. Oh, I got voted for a gold Logie. Fucking hell. I'm up for a gold Logie. So if you feel like voting, I'll put the link in the show notes, but I'm yet to reflect on that because I have to reflect on that. I will 
have a chance to talk to you about the Gold Logie nomination, but I'm going to save that for another time. But yes, please, if this podcast means something to you, if whatever I've given you throughout my career has given you something, if you could repay that with going to the link in the show notes, I think it's tvweeklogies.com.au or something like that. But I'll put the link in the show notes. So you can just go there. You've got to go through the whole voting process, but then, you know, put me down for gold. And um, that's your way of saying thank you to me. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much to Andy Ma who did audio post on this and tried to de-echo the shaving parts. Rachel Barrett, my executive producer, Toe Hider on the music and you for listening. All right, I'll see you Monday. Mm-hmm.